the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriotto News Hour, Joe and Jason on this Thursday. I hope it finds you well out there. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com as the, well, let's just call it what it is. Right? I know, yeah, we, we've got uh, Russia and Ukraine. I know we got the Middle East now. But we got a debt crisis. It's plain and simple. Uh, it, it is pervasive. It affects every aspect of, of the financial health of, of the world really now. Uh, it, and we're, we're setting up, we're in this, I guess, this unique time where we were always wondering, when is it going to be too much? Where's the point? of no return and it appears that the point of no return we're, we're going to live through it you know what i was kind of hoping you know uh you know even 10 years ago hey, well maybe it won't happen in my lifetime right somehow uh I, i'll be able to get out you know the kids are screwed right the grandchildren forget about it but but maybe i can get out of it uh-uh give you an example you know we we we, we talked yesterday about how fast the debt went up. And we've got, what, maybe, what, 30 days or so before uh, the next shutdown or threat of shutdown. And the House, uh, Steve Scalise, uh, is they're going to try to get this guy to be Speaker of the House. And uh, I think that's dead on arrival unless they get some Democrats to vote for him. But... But neither here nor there. We talked about what, what, think about what BlackRock said yesterday. No way are we buying any long-term debt. Nope. And there's only one reason. If BlackRock thought over the next, say, five to ten years that rates were going to go to zero, right, or, or maybe even go lower, not even to zero, but maybe, you know, maybe it'll go to 2%. Well, then long-term debt wouldn't be that bad of an idea. Matter of fact, if it goes back to zero, buying long-term debt, then it would be a good idea. BlackRock says no. We're not, we're not touching it. And then you look at uh, yesterday. We had a 10-year auction yesterday. And I know... You know, only idiots like me watch these things. But hey, that's why you guys listen. And it was ugly as ugly could be. We had a three-year auction the other day that was, was a disaster. But remember now, we had, what, treasury yields falling over the last few days, right? Right, got up to 4.9. Heck, at one point yesterday, we are in the 4.5. Nobody was buying it. 
the $35 billion in 10-year notes priced out at 4.61, so well above the 4. Remember, we got down to 4.5. Well above last month. So how bad is just a month later? The same auction a month later. Went from 4.28 to 4.61. That doesn't maybe sound like a lot, but believe me, that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, that's almost a 10% hit. By the way, the biggest auction tail in months, right, and tails are never good. Okay, that just means, you know what tails mean? Nobody wants to buy it. And unfortunately, uh, the dealers were stuck. In other words, the banks were stuck with a lot of the debt. The indirects took down 60% of it, which was the lowest since December of 22. Directs, they took down almost 20% of the auction. And then the other 21%, you guessed it. The dealers had to buy it, Jason. In other words, uh, the banks were being forced into uh, buying this debt that nobody seemingly wants. going to help the banking problems at all, is it? <laughs> we already had some of these banks fail already. So uh, let's just uh, let's give them another bag of problems and, and, and see if they can bear the weight, so to speak. Right, Joe? So it's, we, we've been talking about more banks failing. It's, it's going to happen. It's, it's not a maybe. It's, it's going to happen. It's... It looks like it's designed to happen this way now. So what, what does all this mean? Now you're like, oh, and I know a lot of you probably are rolling your eyes like, I have no idea what Double's talking about right now. I, I, I don't know. Kind of know, but don't really know. Let me just tell you what this means. Quantitative tightening is going to have to stop soon. Because the dealers, if they get stuck... Auction after auction after auction after auction of having to take down 20 plus percent of these auctions. Quantitative easing is going to have to come back because the banks need cash. Which means, guess what? Well, we've got to sell these things to somebody. Uh, So, Jason, I think this is going to be, we're going to watch it. This has been a very bad week for auctions. Very, very bad week for auctions uh, of U.S. debt. And I think a lot of people are all of a sudden paying attention. The bond market is sending a message, a very clear message. You're spending way too much. Of course, all that spending just leads to more inflation. They just can't quite figure it out, can they? Paper Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. A uh, quick look here at the markets. Uh, the Dow is down 60. Uh, the S&P is flat. The Nasdaq's up 30. Gold is flat, 1872. Silver's down about 10 cents here, right at $22. Uh, the 10-year note, 465. Uh, so even higher than uh, was through the auction yesterday. Uh, crude oil is about $85. And if you're starting to feel 
really uneasy, right? You know, any time you get the the Mideast flare-up, right, the, the end-of-the-world type stuff uh, comes to mind. I mean, there's no good comes out of that. And now the bond market sent... Think about how many messages the bond market has sent. Took out some banks earlier this year. The inverted yield curve, right? We're getting ready now, what, we're a month or two away from the the longest inverted yield curve yet. When inverted yield curves end, that signifies the bust. Matter of fact, the longest ever was the financial crisis. The yield curve was inverted for, what, a year and a half? We're getting ready to cross that number. We're well over a year. We're, we're, We're a couple of months away from a year and a half. Then the, uh, the the inverted eighty seven inverted yield curve, the bur- bursting of Y two K inverted yield. Curve. This is the second, the Great Depression inverted yield curves. We're right on the precipice of the longest one ever, and usually how it works, the longest ones in lengths are also the most painful. This is why I'm telling you. Don't have that money sitting in the banks. Don't do it. You got to have things that are diversified. Uh, you got to ha- you got to know what you're doing in equities to make money. Uh, you you got to have things that are outside of it. That's why obviously gold and silver is a big part of it. But that's also why we tell you about why refi because you get great fixed rates of return. Right? If you want to lock your money up for five years, you get ten point two five. Maybe for some of you, ah, five years a little long. Okay. How about one year? Six, two, five. Two years, seven, two, five. Still way better than you're getting anywhere else. And guess what? It's not correlated to Wall Street. We just had CPI out. Guess what? Why Refi doesn't care about CPI? They don't care about j They don't care about what delusion Joe Biden makes up next. And it's fixed, which means it doesn't change. You, you don't have to be afraid to look at what's happening with your money. Check them out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them, 888-YREFI24. Yesterday, we had PPI. Right? Remember, right? It came in hotter than expected, but the core went down a tenth. They were happy. Today... It was the CPI. CPI came in also hotter than expected at four-tenths of a percent. Year over year, 3.7%, by the way. That's also higher, right? So uh, I want to say I think this is the the third month here uh, of higher. Not a lot higher, but higher. The core... This is where things got a little sticky. See, they were wanting the core to go down. They were hoping for a core print of 3.9. They were 3.9, 3.8. They didn't care. Anything below 4. 
Unfortunately, the core, they said, uh, was up three-tenths year over year, 4.1%. So, Jason, uh, they couldn't get below the four level. Of course, got to remember now, that's double what they say that the inflation target is. Yet, guess what? I still don't think, Jason, I don't think this number's hot enough. I don't think the Fed rate, at least right now, unless something changes, I don't know that the Fed raises again this month. Well, I guess technically it's in November. Yeah, I, we'll see. I, I, I don't know either. I, I, uh, I think somewhere in the future, if inflation continues to be a problem, which I see it will be, they're going to raise rates again. But you're right, at, at this particular moment in time, there's enough data that it looks like they could they could pause, I guess, right? But I wouldn't be surprised if they do that one more quarter point because that's that's what they said they were going to do. And so far, over the oh, since coronavirus started, all the little things that they've been saying they're going to do, they've actually done what they said they're going to do. So they they said one more before the end of the year. So I, I wouldn't be surprised either way, Joe. But I I, uh, I don't really know either way. I, I don't have a feeling for it. Well, here's the other bad sign, I guess. And again. If you're looking for a reason to not hike, and again, I, I don't know how they come up with these numbers. I really don't. Wages. Real wages contracted by a tenth of a percent. We've got everybody and their mother on strike right now. Right? I mean, people are striking everywhere. Pharmacists are walking out of Walgreens. Uh, today, the UAW uh, struck at the most important facility at Ford Motor, which is their truck and SUV facility in Kentucky, 8,500 workers. By the way, why do I say it's most important? Because that's where Ford makes all of their money, right? They make their, that's their best profit items, their best selling trucks and SUVs. Jason, they just walked off the job today. 8,500 more uh, UAW workers now on strike. Uh, and it's getting to the point here where I don't know what they're talking about with wages. I know, I guess Walmart said, well, we're going to pay somebody a dollar an hour less. But I think maybe this has more to do with hours worked than actual wages themselves. Because, again, like I said, it seems like everybody's on strike wanting more money. Yeah, and it doesn't uh, bode well for anybody that's thinking about striking, right, Joe? There's this uh, the, the, the amount of striking that's going on this year. If you compare it to the last couple of years, it's just going up and up and up, uh, parabolically. So uh, this is not the, this is not even. I don't even know if this is really the beginning of it. This might just be barely the beginning of it. You know, as, as more people get squeezed, Joe, and a lot of people are getting squeezed. I mean, was it? A, I saw this morning a Walmart CEO, former CEO, saying that oh, it looks like the 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 general public is 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 getting squeezed or they, they don't have any money anymore <laughs> it's just now you know a walmart exec saying it right so so yeah that that equates to more striking that, that equates to i need more money and uh we'll see i mean uh, what, what i'm wondering is these early companies that that make these agreements i wonder if they're actually thinking forwardly joe that hey if we can get them into this deal now when this inflation gets worse, they're stuck with what we just gave them, right? You know what I mean? If I, if I were if I were uh, heading one of these companies fighting against a, a, a union strike, I'd probably just get, do a deal and give it to them because isn't it just going to get worse? 
Isn't it just getting like when some of these guys strikes when they get what they want? Isn't it just going to get worse and they're going to have to come back try, or try to come back to the table? I, I just, I just sign into a deal right now because I think, I think the terms and the employment and the wages are just, just going to be. They're going to need more and more and more. That's how inflation works, you know. So I, I guess it all depends on the deals that are offered, Joe. But I think this is uh, the beginning of a, a long-term problem for companies uh, and union striking. Yeah, it, it's going to be something. Uh, again, I think this is the labor market is going to change very drastically uh, when we look at what inflation is doing. People can't afford anything. Remember the eviction notices in Phoenix. We're sitting right at all-time record highs right now with the economy chugging like jobless claims today. 209,000, that's it. Unadjusted claims. We're only 175,000. I mean, so low. Everybody's working. And yet they can't afford anything. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to, well, it's happening right here in Arizona. The latest now, a subdivision, really, let's, let's call it what it is, an apartment complex without any parking spaces. Uh, it's called cul-de-sac. You can look it up. Uh, it's it's going to have a thousand people living there. And the goal is, hey, this is going back to where you don't have a car. Right? You just, you walk or you ride your bike everywhere you want to go. And, and listen to this logic behind it. Uh, you know, some tech guy. He started it up, and, and uh, he says, you know, in the U.S., they only build two types of houses, single family that are lonely, and you have a painful commute. Yeah, you don't want that. I mean, come on. Why would you want to own your own, own, own home? It's lonely, I guess. And, well, a lot of people, well, you, you know, in order to afford one, you got to move so far out of town. Who wants that? Or, well, it's just these multi-family high-rises with double-loaded corridors. And people mostly just walk to their car. And they don't know their neighbors. That's terrible. You know what we want to do? Let's go back to like we were all in college. I'm not kidding you. This is the pitch. We look back nostalgically at college, according to the founders here, because it's the only time most people lived in a walkable neighborhood. And you know what? People are happier and healthier, and you know, dare I say, even wealthier, when they live in a walkable neighborhood. Well, let's see. Uh, I've got a kid in college. Sure, he's happy and healthy. He's 20 years old, in really good shape, and mom and dad pay. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would imagine that that would work out okay. But Jason, this is it. This is the new, this, this is what the future holds. The new place to live. There are, remember what I said. Two problems with cars right now. Who the heck can afford one? 
By the way, all these electric cars, they're great, I guess. Everyone knows, right, the government gives you $7,500 off your car for you to buy one, right? That's our money. It's such, it's so ridiculous. But I've said it forever and ever here, because we've got a park complex everywhere here. How are people going to charge their cars living in all these apartments? Well, guess what, Jason? I think we got our answer. We're going to stop building apartment complexes that have car spaces. And by the way, here's the thing. Uh, Apparently, at least for right now, they're going to offer you get a discount. If you want to use like Lyft or uh, I don't know, whatever the other one is. You know, the car services, you get a a little discount to use them here. But don't worry. Think about it. You're just going to be healthier and happier and somehow wealthier by not owning anything. Well, I guess, you know, I guess there's one way of looking at it. If you don't have a mortgage, you don't have to pay your taxes. Uh, If you don't have a car, you don't have to pay the car payment and the car insurance. So I guess you'll have enough money to be able to buy food because food's outrageous. You just won't own anything. Yeah, the electric car thing doesn't seem like the answer, does it, Joe? I I remember uh, when I was a kid in the 80s, you go to the arcade, right? You go to play your favorite video game. And then you would go one time and suddenly there'd be a sign, out of order, right? I actually was driving to a shopping center and they had the electric plug-ins, out of order. (laughs) I don't know how reliable the charging stations are at these places these electric car owners are depending on. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News, our uh, today's special $5 Liberties. These are the quarter ounce, the older ones, 1866 to 1907. They're $550. Uh, save 10 bucks. If you buy 10 or more, I'm going to heat it up for you. 545 at 800 951 0592 and Jason just to give people an idea so this this exists right here in Arizona uh, it's in Tempe which is you know where ASU is so you you're, you're you're bound to get the glorified I guess dorm rumors but again this is this is the training that you're going to get a one bedroom $1600 yep, you get a one bedroom no car, $1,600. A two-bedroom, $2,200. They even have a three-bedroom, $3,000. So, Jason, uh, not what I would call affordable, uh, and uh, no cars. But don't worry, they got places you can get one of those e-scooters. You can buy one of those e-scooters and, and, and drive around campus and drive around the town. What part? What part of Arizona? What go. part of Arizona was that in? It's in Tempe, where right near where ASU is, the college. So okay, I would say the rents are similar uh, here in Colorado. <laughs> Maybe not quite that high, but it's very competitive. So yeah, it's you know, I mean, why do I get the feeling that three thousand is going to be the cheap room rate here? Not just maybe a year from now. That's that's the whole thing about inflation. People don't get it. Just doesn't stop once it gets going, right, Joe? When I was a college age kid, rent here was I don't know four or five hundred dollars. I mean, that was it. And that was that was a, a two a decent 
two-bedroom in the early 90s. Heck, you could get a studio for, like, less than 300 bucks. Now, now you're talking about, oh, here's a one-bedroom without even a parking spot. $1,600. Right? I mean, it, it, it's, it's absolutely insane. It really, truly is. I mean, I don't know how uh, anybody can afford this type of stuff. That was like my first mortgage payment was like 1800 bucks, something like that. I mean, uh, it, wow. How about this? Well, Joe, I don't know if Joe, Joe, I don't know if you have any trailer courts in Arizona, but we have quite a few still around here. And uh, I bought a trailer actually, my my, my wife and I, uh, years and years ago. And I think the lot rent was like three seventy five or four hundred bucks for the lot rent. And the same trailer court, because we have somebody we know that lives there, uh, just just shy of a thousand dollars for lot rent. This is just the lot rent. There are trailers, trailer homes, used ones, not new. That are selling for one hundred seventy-five to two hundred fifty thousand dollars for the trailer home that goes on the lot, which then you pay a thousand dollars lot rent for. That's to live in a trailer. That's you remember the, the whole trailer trash joke, right? Right. Cuts right. a lot yeah. more money to live in the trailer park, Joe. Tra- trailer trash just got a lot more expensive, didn't it? Uh, how about all of you on Social Security? And and of course, I educated you that you know the government deliberately. They don't actually take inflation for the year. Oh, no, no, no. See, they're too smart for that. See, they actually know, hey, during the summertime, that's when inflation's usually the lowest. So we'll just take those three months. And that is your cost of living adjustment. Well, this year will be the lowest cost of living adjustment in the last three years. Uh, The number just came out. You're going to get a 3.2% cost of living adjustment. Now, the Fed just came out today and told you core CPI was 4.1. Right? That's the core. That, that, That doesn't even count food and energy. And yet... Which, by the way, that 4.1, that's the lowest it's been all year. It's actually, you know, go back, it's been hotter, been higher. 4.3, 4.5, But yet they're going to give all of you on that fixed income a cost of living increase of 3.2%. So they take July... August and September. Well, July, they said they only gave you 2.63. August, 3.4. September, you got a little more, 3.5. You work it all out, right? You only get 3.2. And, Jason, when you look at it, here it is, another one of these things. Well, you're just a little poor, right? You're just a little less well off. It doesn't matter, I guess, too much for those that were able to save uh, the few that were able to build a nest egg. But for everybody else that's on, you know, hey, Social Security really is my income. It's going to be a painful one in 2024. Yeah, I've been looking at that. Yeah, you know, the uh, inflation really hurts retired people the most, doesn't it, Joe? Because they are, you know, how many times have we heard the term fixed income? 
fixed income doesn't work real well with inflation. It's 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 polar opposites. You you save and save and save for retirement. You, you uh, say that you need this much money to live each year for however many years you think you're going to make it uh, with whatever plans you have. And uh, then suddenly the inflation does what it's doing the last couple of years, and it blows up a lot of retirees' plans that they had. And it's one of those it's one of those things you know, that I've never, 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 never uh, am going to uh, have some sort of retirement plan. I, I think I think the word retirement is to, to lull people to sleep in, into a, a false sense of security because I, I don't know what that word is. Uh, to me, retiring is is getting ready to die. So I. I might as well just keep working. <laughs> I don't, even if I had all the money I needed, I think I'd just keep working because well, my, my, I don't think my brain being emptied out constantly. I don't think I could, I could work that way. So I'll be I'll be working the whole time, and then I don't have to worry too much about the government having to pay for my, you know, have complete control over me. Because let's face it, Joe, fixed income is easy to get a vote, isn't it? It's easy to get a vote out of a fixed income person because they have control well, over you with the money. Yeah, you know, and and. And I, I was telling everybody, you know, the biggest growth in jobs, part-time, over the age of 55. That is where the majority of the jobs have come. And really predominant, 65 and older. And and again, it's, it's, it's a standard of living issue. Right? You used to be able to retire, live in Sun City... Social Security check and, and make a living. Now, hey, that, it's just not enough. Right? I gotta have more than that just to keep a roof over my head. Pick the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Maybe they can live in these walkable cities. That'll be it. We can have all the old people on their e-scooters. I'm sure it'll work out fine. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. $5 uh, Liberties. 1866 to 1907. You guys know how we feel about old gold. It's the best. It's not more expensive than the new stuff. And and it's the most private way to own it. It's a no-brainer. Right? You can buy it, sell it, trade it. Don't have to get 1099 from me. Don't have to give out your Social Security number. Uh, you, you can buy... A million dollars worth, sell a million dollars worth, and I'm going to just say, hey, have a nice day. And that night, I mean, not many things, not many investments you can do that with, uh, but you can do it with these uh, $550, one through nine, you're saving 10 bucks. If you buy 10 or more, save $15 a coin. $15 a coin, 10 or more, 500 $45. Uh, right now, gold's flat here, 1872. The Dow is down 100 points. Uh, the 10 year note, boy, it, it just kind of keeps creeping back up here. 466. As once again, the ability to finance this debt is becoming a problem. Right? The, the bond market, it's early. It's early. But the bond market, for sure, Jason, is sending a message that, hey, there's a debt crisis problem brewing. I want to give you, uh, so they always mess around with the U.S. debt. They always do. So the official number, so we just ended the fiscal year at the end of September. The official debt number 
is going to be one 1.7 something trillion dollars. The problem is it's actually not true. See what happened was remember the Joe Biden student loan forgiveness program that the Supreme Court said was unconstitutional? Well, the Biden administration last year, when the debt was low, they added $333 billion in paper, you know, just a, it was a, uh, what do you want to call it, a, a, a balance sheet adjustment. The Supreme Court vetoed it, and now they made a, reverse that so they actually made the debt this year look 333 billion dollars less so the actual budget deficit was well over two trillion dollars but here's the part that really was disturbing because we kind of knew that right here's the part that was disturbing in actuality in one year from 2022 to 2023 the debt doubled from one trillion to two trillion. And my fear is we're gonna add another trillion this year. Right? From one million to two tr- from one trillion to two trillion to three trillion. And now the bond market is saying, wait a minute. We've got problems, and now the dealers are getting stuck with so much of these auctions. Jason, we're creating another problem, another another almost bank run is going to happen because these banks are being forced to buy the rest of this debt, and then if they need cash, there's nowhere to sell it. Yeah, we've added so much debt just since the almost government shutdown. Uh, more than almost all the all, the entire you know history of the United States up to about Ronald Reagan, we, we almost a half a, half a trillion just since the almost government shutdown. That's that's almost the in, in a, what is that a week week and a half week and a half. All, we've added so much debt to the national debt that it, it equals the first two hundred something years of our nation's history. Did in a week and a half, uh, pe- and people don't get the, the how dangerous and how bad this is. Yeah, we added uh, well over. Four hundred billion dollars in less than a week, you know, less than a week and a half, almost five hundred billion. The total national debt in 1971 was four hundred billion dollars, of which two hundred and fifty billion of that was left over from World War II. Most people see people don't get it. From the end of World War II to where Nixon took us off the gold window, when he closed the gold window. Do you know that we ran just as many budget surpluses as we did budget deficits? We did. And then all of a sudden, we had this 50 years of the explosion in debt. And now, we didn't know, right? We started the show, got when is enough enough? And the bond market is saying, uh-oh, we got a problem. But here... but. Here's one of the other problems, Jason. The government already, well, all this stuff uh, that the Biden administration has passed, there's so much spending that's going to happen in, in the rest of this year and next year and the year after. It, it really is going to be difficult. And now earnings, 
are starting to weigh. Tax collections falling. How about Walgreens? How, how are they doing? You know, they got pharmacists walking off the job. Well, they just reported their what they had their fourth quarter earnings. They missed again. The second earnings in a row that Walgreens has missed earnings. You know the last time they missed earnings two quarters in a row? It's been over 10 years. Walgreens stock was down 40% this year. And according to the CEO, well, we're trying to come up with a billion dollars more in cost savings. And yet you've got the pharmacist walking out the door and saying we're not working because we don't have enough help not a great combination is it right yeah i know we keep telling you outside of the big eight companies it's not that good we'll be back after the break 800-951-0592 i got a one phone line open here a five dollar liberties one through nine Save $10 a coin at $550. 10 or more, $545 at 800 951 If you're new, so many people out there, you know you need to do it. Here, here's a great way to start. Maybe you just buy one today. Just start. All you got to do is call the number and just tell the girls, hey, I'd like the special. We're going to ask you one question. How many would you like? And then obviously we'll get your name, right, and say, and we're going to ask you, how would you like to handle it? Do you want to pick up? And you go to Fort Lupton in Colorado, pick up there. You can pick up here in Phoenix. Or would you like us to ship it to you? Can you tell us which one we ship FedEx? Just so you know, and we can ship anyway, but FedEx is our our our, mo, our our option of choice. If you want to come in and pay cash, great. Love to help you do that. Check credit card. If you pay by credit card, it's two percent fee, right, which is listen, no no other gold dealer does that. None. And and I'm trying to keep it there. I don't know. We'll see. They keep raising my fees. But it's just that simple. And when you order, you get a trade number. That locks us both in. Once you order, you could hang up the phone. And gold could go up $100 the second you hung up. You don't pay anymore. You're locked in with me. We do business the old-fashioned way. And obviously, if it goes down, hey, I expect you to honor your deal. Right? Like I said, if you don't pick up, we ship FedEx. You can mail in a check. You can put it on a credit card. Or if you're picking up, you can pay cash at pickup. If you're an existing customer and you're picking up, you can write a check and take your product with you if you're an existing customer. Because I know you're good for it. Obviously, the first time, if you're a first-timer, uh, picking up, right? We're going to want that check to clear the first time. But after that, once we've established a relationship with you, uh, we're all good here. We treat everybody like family. Something else, too. 
We don't call you. There's no cold calls from us. We're not sending you out solicitations. Uh, we just don't do that. I mean, uh, in the last 10 years, I've sent out one mailer in 10 years, and I have no plans to do it again. Right? If, if you wanted to, you can order a million dollars today. Get your product. You're not going to hear from us unless you call us again. I mean, in that night, I mean, that never happens. We don't send you text messages. I mean, unless you're told, like, so there's some people, hey, will, will, will you uh, text me when, when my check gets there? Or will you call me when my check gets Of course we'll do that. And by the way, uh, if you gave us your email address, we'll actually email you your shipping notification. So you'll know when your product is on its way. Uh, it, it, and and uh, it's all very simple. Uh, that's all there is to it, right? There's there's no other. That we don't bait and switch. We don't play games. Just call up and say, I want the special. That's all you need to say. And then how many you'd like? 800-951-0592. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flint. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.